Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. retrograde can go fuck itself <laughs> mercury <who>? absolutely <laughs> mercury can fuck off <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing gonna break in our stride we got it all taken <laughs> care of oh my goodness can i just say though i don't know how it's affecting all of you but i feel like what is it eeyore right now just like a dark cloud with that <laughs> and like another full moon it is just like so much where I just want to every time I like get ready to go teach where I'm just like I want to tell my students like I don't I can't be present for you right now the moon the planets (laughs) they're all everything is going wrong everything is fucked (laughs) and they can't they don't understand that they just want to be like okay sure whatever (laughs) you can just say you're hungover Miss Johnson like <laughs> anyways it's like no it's the moon it's <laughs> oh my god also okay anyways welcome into the twilight where we talk about moon Hi. news exclusively just moon news <laughs> this is everything i could have ever wanted <laughs> we have an amazing guest who's here emily hello welcome hi i'm so glad that you are here before i introduce you how do you feel about the moon I love her. Okay. Yes. She deserves everything. (laughs) I'm so glad that I don't have to kick you off this call. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that should be our precursor from now on, Cody, when we ask people to join this podcast is like, we see that you're, you vaguely like Twilight, aka you hate it, but like you're here, you know? (laughs) Right. But how how do you feel about the moon, though? Yeah. That's the most important question, (laughs) really. (laughs) Yay nay. On the moon. Right, exactly. How we feel. I feel like it's a good prerequisite. <laughs> right, it's a good litmus, you know? Exactly. What kind of a person are you? Are you a monster or do you love the moon, right? <laughs> like, are you doing, are you waking up every day with the intention to honor your wife, the moon? Right. <laughs> or are you a sinner? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Emily, how do you feel about the moon news? This is a science podcast. Um, I was so <laughs> excited. I took one, like, what's it called? Astronomy class in college. And Damn. now, like, it's, I can only think about the stars and the planets and the moon. Yeah. So it's great. I love a they, them, and I was STEM. so excited, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I always wanted to do that. I I loved the people who in college always got astronomy and astrology mixed up and would come mm-hmm. in to astronomy mm-hmm. the first day and they were like, fuck yeah, let's talk about moon <laughs> signs. And the professor was like, oh no, baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God. I'm so sorry. I am not Miss Trelawney. Like, no, no, no. So sorry. <laughs> you got to talk with your advisor before you just walk in here. You have. What do you think you're doing? No, no, no. <laughs> you got to read that course description. This is going to be a bad time for everyone here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
I love it so much. Emily, I am, it has been a joy to watch you over the past, like, month plus on TikTok. Um, Ah. (laughs) For folks who may not have jumped on to the TikTok train yet and have fallen in love with your content yet, can you let folks know who you are and what you do? Yes. Um, So I am TikTok user Edward Cullen, but spelled weird because (laughs) that was taken. Could you imagine? (laughs) See, I was like very active on Tumblr back in the day. So Uh I had all of these like very specific character URLs saved. Uh, So as soon as I like got on the Twilight TikTok, I was like, I got to see what's available. Mm. Unfortunately, everything was taken. Anyway, it'd be like um, that. (laughs) um i make videos on tiktok um just making stupid jokes to like schitt's creek and drag race audios which are (laughs) two of my favorite things um i mean i'm a fairly small account but i just you know i'm expressing myself and it doesn't really matter if you have a ton of followers (laughs) it does not it's about that creative outlet baby (laughs) Exactly, you know, and with the way that the world is right now, it's good to have that little pocket mm-hmm. of joy that I can just like access anytime I'm feeling a little sad. So yeah, absolutely. When in when times are as bad as they are now, it's good to regress into safe spaces. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Totally. And now I'm living at home again in my childhood bedroom, so it's like come full circle. <laughs> One of my favorite things about the videos that you make are the audio choices that you use because I never imagined the kind of intersections of Twilight and uh, Drag Race, but they are there and they are strong (laughs) and I love it so much and it brings me a lot of joy. Thank you. (laughs) Not to mention your makeup, which is fantastic at all times. Thanks. I try. (laughs) You do. And it is strong. Thank you. One of the things that we like to do on the show, not only in general, but also like especially this year, has been to talk about how we are doing and also things that bring us joy uh, because we need it. (laughs) Um, And so (laughs) I wanted to ask you about how you are doing and if there's something that has brought you joy recently. Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, I mean, it's been definitely weird being in quarantine and just, like, working from home. Um, But something very exciting. My family is getting a puppy this weekend. What? That's great. Yeah. What kind? Um, We've been trying for, like, months. It's a Beagle-Rottweiler mix. (laughs) Very, like, unexpected, but it's the cutest dog ever. I'm sure I'll post, like, a million videos about it. Oh, my God. I love dogs. But, yeah. (laughs) Me, too. We have a beagle now, so um, she's going to have a baby. That is is exactly what I think you need at this time. It's just, like, a small little burst of life. Um, That Mm -hmm. sounds amazing. Do you know what you're going to name them? So, we're thinking, like, a Halloween angle, because... We're getting it on Halloween. <gasps> Ooh, um, yes. So actually, funny that you were talking about the moon. One of our options for the girl is Luna. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's a great dog. But we name. have no option for boys, so <laughs> it it better be a girl. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Cody, how the hell are you doing? I'm doing good, man. My happy thing this week is a little wild. Okay. A little fun, a little fresh. It's something amazing that I saw on Twitter today. Apparently, Shelley Duvall, actress most known for The Shining, but also most every movie from the 70s and 80s. Yes. Icon. Icon woman. Um, has listened to Carly Rae Jepsen and likes it. Uh, I'm... So- <laughs> so that has just taken up like 95% of my brain capacity in the last like six hours since I learned this information. Um, this information comes from a friend, Colin, who runs uh, Tizen Sen, which is like a movie uh, t-shirt company. It's great. But he has a shirt that says just Shelley Duvall on it. For some happenstance, a friend of his was going to meet Shelley Duvall and drop off one of those shirts. Sure. And he texted text him being like hey make sure you play her everything he needs by carly ray jepson just so like we can get the data on that a yay nay on that (laughs) and it turns out she listened to it and loved it so that's just my whole brain forever now i'm just gonna be thinking of shelly duvall fucking vibing to carly ray jepson (laughs) that i think that that clicks into place a lot of things Mm. it's not surprising but I love it a lot. Yes. Yes. It's a very powerful energy, and I am obsessed with it. <laughs> wow. I do like the idea of what is what is her fucking name? Olive oil, right? Just like really <laughs> yeah. vibing on the ship to Carly totally. Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Oh my god. Just a real mood. <laughs> yeah, I think that would fit. Very All well, you need actually. is Carly Rae Jepsen. With a sword and olive yes. oil, and that's all you need. Yeah. Just a real powerhouse. I think that's a, yeah, that's a wonderful match. <laughs> God so there's bless. my joy. Yeah. How are you doing, dude? What's up? Oh, I'm just living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a real teapot about to boil, you know? Just like... Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just like really hissing away, you know? Yeah, it's such a specific <laughs> <laughs> mental picture, but I, I get it. I totally get what you're doing. You know, like, when this comes out, we're going to be, um, you know, one day before, you know, 24 hours <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. And mm. so, you know, just, mm. Yeah. So, you know... Often, you know, a lot of companies right now are just like, vote. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And just not saying who for. (laughs) So that's uh, just like a real good treat. It just makes me like really angry um, and stuff. But I'm I'm good. One thing that's brought me a lot of joy today, especially, um, was opening up our email (laughs) And seeing mm-hmm. the <laughs> see <laughs> the Just best thing seeing the best gift from a, one of our listeners who I think goes by Kenna. I sure. honest to God, I'm so sorry. Um, with just the best image I could have ever seen, and it is a pumpkin <laughs> with a carving in it, as some might imagine. And uh-huh. the, the email said, 
Among other things, I'm mainly here because I have spent way too long carving tracksuit Rob into a pumpkin and felt that I needed to share this atrocity with you, so enjoy. Oh my god. This. I'm looking at this pumpkin. The detail is is unparalleled. (laughs) Like, this is an artist. This is artistry. How does it feel to be <laughs> so talented, first of all? Yeah. This should be in the MoMA. It should. Like, <laughs> this is modern art at its finest. And it's also my favorite type of art where it's like people that are incredibly talented doing just stupid stuff. Like just doing, <laughs> just really do it. Like using like amazing like techniques and intricacies and shading and just putting all that work and effort into something that is tracksuit Rob on a pumpkin. (laughs) It makes me so happy. (laughs) The way that the highlights are used on his face are unbelievable because it looks so much like tracksuit Rob, but also this like tethered version of him and it right. is unbelievably hot. Like it, it is. It's like it's staring at. It's what you know. What actually, I realized what it reminds me of is that man in a woman with a pitchfork uh, image. Oh, where my, the American eyes, Gothic. Yes, where the eyes move with you. I yeah. just follow you. Oh my god! I feel like I totally. could not have this pumpkin in my home because I'm pretty sure pumpkin tracksuit Rob. The eyes would move with you. Totally. Yeah, that would give me nightmares for sure. Absolutely. This really is too spooky. (laughs) It has brought me joy and also terror. And that's the exact vibe I'm looking for, actually. (laughs) Yeah. That is the kind of balance that I want in my life. It seems appropriate. I think that's fair. Emily, I have um, I have approximately 17 questions for you about your Twilight okay. backstory. I'd like you to share in your experience first to see if they these are answered from your retelling of this first. Yeah. Um, so I first, like, got into t- Twilight in middle school, like, pretty much everyone else. And I would, like, read the books in class to my friends. And I remember once I got to Breaking Dawn, my mom would not let me read it because there was sex in it. Um, So I would have friends, like, call me and, like, read the sex scenes to me (laughs) over the phone. So, yeah, um, it was great. And then once I hit high school, I was like, oh, that's, like, Twilight's, like, so lame, whatever. So then I got into Glee, which is, you know, just as bad. Yeah, more sex. Um, (laughs) More sex, more just, you know, whatever. Um, But then finally, like, just, like, badgering my mom, I got to read it. Um, I went to all of the midnight premieres. Um, I went to a uh, Eclipse movie release celebration um at borders bookstore oh rip got all my merch hell yeah (laughs) poor one Um, (laughs) i mean like now i'm back into it and i just like it's just better to make fun of it it's so much more fun to like twilight as an adult than Mm -hmm. it is like a 12 year old because you just like realize how bad of a 
piece of media it is and it's just it it's so much more fun to make fun of it than actually like it absolutely I 100% agree I think back when I started liking it I was like I'm liking this because I want to be with these people for the rest of my life right and now it's like exactly i I like it for the bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. I have a few questions. One, I heard from a bird, aka one of your TikToks, um, that in sixth grade you won the biggest Twilight fan award. I sure did. Um, um, could you expand yeah. on that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, like, any gay kid, I was very, like, dependent on my English teacher. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as an English teacher, I know that feel. <laughs> yeah, so she gave me that award at the, like, final ceremony of sixth grade when, like, everyone's getting, like, all of these academic awards, like, best reader or, like, best at math, s- stuff like that. I was never, yeah. like, you know. And then... My parents didn't come to that award the ceremony because, like, I wasn't getting any awards. And then I come home and I was like, I got biggest Twilight fan. Are you proud? <laughs> um, oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of like a gag award, I guess, because I don't know. But, yeah, I, I did. It's my biggest hey, achievement. Hey, yeah, day. your accomplishments are valid, first of all. Yep. Own your truth. Thank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that that is that is a real award that you got a real <laughs> academic award for being a fan mm-hmm. and also that you got to come home and just gloat about it. That is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, fuck you. Uh, this is real. It was all worth it. <laughs> it's on my permanent See? record. So exactly. Honestly, put it on your resume. Like, fuck it. Just <laughs> I should. <laughs> Uh, put it on my LinkedIn account. Yes. Totally. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would love to put that on my LinkedIn account. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is one, actually, that I would like you to put on your LinkedIn account. I also heard from a bird that you, um, every day in middle school, kissed an Edward poster. For a good amount of time, yes. Um, um, I, I did. Okay. I, Could you walk yeah. me through... <laughs> How the just the finer details of that, please. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I need to stop oversharing on the internet. Um, <laughs> second of all, yeah, um, these have consequences, Emily. Okay, like you can't just post yeah. stuff and not expect us I'm to just question it. Myself. Listen, this is a Whatever. safe, non-judgmental um, space. I know it comes off yes. judgmental. But that's more so just my voice. Um, yeah. It's just questions out of curiosity and wonder. Yeah. Yeah, no, I had it, like, right above my head where I slept. And I'd be like, good night, Edward. And I'd go to sleep. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Now, just walk me through this a little bit. Did you imagine that Edward was going to sleep? That he was there catching spiders? That what... Just I just want to know a um, little bit more about the situation that was happening here. I think, like... Because this is some sweet think, baby like, angel shit I just shit wanted him... <laughs> like, I just, like, wanted to be Bella. And I just wanted mm-hmm. him to, like, show up in the corner of my room and just watch me sleep. Like, I don't know. Like... That's I just, very pure. 
that's what yeah. I envisioned him doing, like, up on my wall, like, just hanging up in the corner, like, <laughs> watching me, making sure no spiders crawled into my mouth. I love it. I love it. I think that, is that a poster still in your childhood bedroom now? No, unfortunately, I took it down and replaced it with a Chris Colfer poster so it'd be like that sometimes yeah hey you know (laughs) yeah just one blushing bride for another you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) thank you for sharing those again this is a safe space um it will be shared out with a lot of people but again this is um we will not judge you here you know what it's fine (laughs) (laughs) um i've accepted my fate (laughs) speaking of childhood things to judge about this is not breaking news, but it is news to talk about. Yeah, it's news to us. It is news to us. I don't know that I would call it surprising, but it is news to us. Um, mm-hmm. There are some photos going around on TikTok, as well as they were shared with us on Twitter. Um, Robert Pattinson was a leash baby. <laughs> and I feel like we need to talk about this. Yeah, Again, not surprising. It is not surprising. Not surprising like, that at all. checks out with how he ended up and with who he is in general. When I think about him being a leash baby and now mm. to him wanting to be a having a ballerina inside him, smelling like a crayon, yeah, wanting to be spit on, like it all it's just a <laughs> linear track. Yeah, this all led up yeah. to this moment. <laughs> it is It is specifically that, like, domino meme. Yeah. Oh, my God. This photo of him is, like, the stock photo for, like, English children. Like, this This could have been taken, I feel like, at any year. <laughs> Absolutely. And would have been representative of mm-hmm. young English boys <laughs> living their truth. His hair looks dyed at this time. It's so blonde. It does. It's so blonde. <laughs> it is hard to imagine that he was this blonde at some time. And also that his eyes were so youthful. <laughs> well, is- he's a child in this photo. <laughs> I just... That is a baby. <laughs> now, I told you, I told you at some point that I knew what he looked like when he was born. I told you with certainty that I That's knew true. <laughs> that he you did were not there. cry yeah. when he was born. And I still uh, believe that. Because this baby does not look like they cried that. when they were born. Sure. Because I will say, just looking at this, it does confirm my suspicion. Those are very sad eyes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, that baby's been through it. (laughs) I mean, that also can be said of really any baby photographed on a leash in public. I feel like that tends to be (laughs) the the default expression. Yeah, that's true. That I think, honestly, if you change the filter on this and you put Angel by Sarah McLaughlin behind this, different mood. Oh, my God. (laughs) It could be a a serious cry for help. Please help this boy. (laughs) For 25 cents a day, you could let him use the leash and he could walk himself away from this awful situation. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyways, this photo is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. 
of just Robert's <laughs> really sad eyes. In the eventual time that I ever get a chance to meet him, I'm just going to ask him about this photo that he does not remember. <laughs> yeah. Sir, also- sir. <laughs> Care to comment on this? <laughs> Please explain yourself. Tell me about your leash kid days. <laughs> Please explain yourself on why there's a teddy bear on this leather leash you were wearing at age three, sir. (laughs) What the fuck? I am so excited. Emily, are you interested in playing a game with us? Yeah, let's do it. Fuck yes. Hell yeah. This is a game. I'm not expanding any further. (laughs) Yeah, great. (laughs) Um, No, this is a game that was co-created by two BuzzFeed writers who are finally demanding for the public that it's time we decide once and for all if these pop culture vampires are spooky, sexy, or just plain sad. Oh my god, I'm so excited. This is is engagement reporting at its finest. Like, community, outreach, like, this is what it's all about, baby. Absolutely. (laughs) I am so excited for this. I have it up. Yes. Great. Emily, would you like to start us off? Of course. (laughs) So the first one we have is Edward Cullen from Twilight. (laughs) Is he spooky, sexy, or sad? Sad, obviously. No like question. The, the ultimate sad boy. Yeah. He's definitely sad. Capital S sad. <laughs> There's no argument on that, and I don't even need to see the no. public results. Obviously, they are correct that everyone else right. seems that way. They are. <laughs> we've never been wrong. So. Yes. All right, Cody, would you like to go next? Yes. What about Rosalie? Sexy. Yeah, sexy for sure. (laughs) Sexy for sure. Period. I mean, there's no question about it. Yeah. Look at her. (laughs) Like, in the wedding dress with the red eyes. Come on. Oh, my God. Come on. That's when I knew. Come on. Ugh, chef's kiss. And the people are with us. Like, that's so (laughs) sexy. One of my personal favorites, and I know that this is a fucking knew it. I know this is a controversial take. It is something that has been a constant debate on this show for the past four years um, of Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> and I know, I already know that some of you might say that Nosferatu is spooky. Some of you might say that Nosferatu is sad. But I sure. have gone down on this ship for the past four years. This is my truth. (laughs) Can get it. Yeah. And I'm going to say that he's sexy. You are standing with 3% (laughs) respondents in your truth. One, hold on, 1,000 people. They're all. In addition to you, right? (laughs) How many fucking alt accounts are you making for this? How many browser tabs do you have open right now, you motherfucker? Like, what? You know that I only keep four browser tabs open at a time, but I did do it very slowly and very methodically. But I have been refreshing. (laughs) I cannot believe that even... I was fully expecting there to be, like, one, just you. (laughs) A thousand is too many. That's too many. That's far too many. Even if it's 3%, it's far too many. I mean, at least you know you're not alone in that. Yep, I feel seen. 
That's I don't need people encouraging <laughs> this behavior. <laughs> Emily, would you like to choose another vampire? Let's do Stefan Salvatore yeah. from or. the Vampire Diaries. I think that he's sad, but mm. I know that many people also think that he's sexy. He looks yeah. Which I, I would like not sexy. disagree with either. Yeah, sexy I feel like is but he's too very obvious sad. of a choice. He's got sad eyes. He's got a sad soul. There's he something looks in really it. sad. He does. <laughs> but everybody here says he's sexy, so. Yeah, hmm. I can't trust Interesting. anyone. <laughs> Interesting. He's definitely not spooky, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What is your next pick, Cody? Um, I'm going to do Nadja from What We Do I in the Shadows. I fucking knew it. Yeah, because she is clearly sexy. Sexy. Absolutely. Sexy. It's a sexy for vampire. Sure. And the people largely agree, but also kind of close to sad, <laughs> which is also, I, fa- I feel like, fair. That's, but they're I feel not like wrong. Mostly, they're not wrong, but it's definitely just edging out sexy, you know? I agree. Now, I see that they have put counts on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, everyone knows how I feel about count. Count can get it. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to do that because <laughs> that's a little too played out. Yeah, sure, sure. So, I'm instead gonna do Marceline. Hell yeah. Yes. I am just not fully convinced that Marceline is not a minor. True. Very true. Marceline is cute and a moment and I am looking respectfully but I'm gonna say spooky. (laughs) Yeah, looking respectfully and legally (laughs) spooky. (laughs) 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 This is a good list. This is a good roundup of people. Yeah. Thank you, BuzzFeed, for always coming through on here. Yeah. And answering the important questions. It's true. Yes. As we are transitioning here into Midnight Sun, um, we have a question that someone asked just for you, Emily. Of Yes. What part of Midnight Sun slash the Twilight story itself do you think was most improved by being told from Edward's perspective instead of Bella's? You know, I think that, like, my main thing when I was reading the first one was, like, I want to know what's going on in Edward's head. Like, Mm. so I just think the fact that we got that point of view is great, but I think it should, it, I don't know. I think it gives Edward a bit more depth as a character and mm-hmm. lets us know like how his like his side of the story went out and like not us like lusting over him from Bella's point of view but like right. for who he is as a character. Right. How are you feeling about Midnight yeah. Sun so far? Um okay, so I finished it. Um I thought it was a hot mess. But, um, that being said, like, I just had to keep, like, I just had to keep going. Right. I had to know, like, what was going to happen. Even, like, you know. It'd be like that sometimes. But I remember reading it when it was leaked, like, in 2009. And I was like, I need this whole book. And then Stephanie Meyer took fucking 15 years to write it. That partial draft four mm-hmm. hit different. 
It did. Yeah. <laughs> it really did. Yes, I agree. I think that having... I think that it feels complete now having it be from both of their perspectives. But it definitely... Mm-hmm. I also don't feel the kind of, like, closure that I expected. Just because it's not good. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's <laughs> not helpful as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's... I... I falsely had assumed when, I think when Cody and I saw the page amount, there was a part, at least of me, that I was like, oh, no, we get the whole series in one book. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, oh, mm-hmm. no. No, it's just all <laughs> Twilight from Edward's perspective. Um, and there isn't as much new as I thought. Right. Um, yeah. Which is... It, which is an interesting choice <laughs> for this being the third reiteration of like the same story, right? Oh, uh, Stephanie, <laughs> she's a she's an interesting character there. <laughs> for this week's chapters, we are like really, shit's like really getting it on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we last left off, there was a lot of sad Charlie. Yes. Ugh. We get a pause on Bella's acting and like Ocean's Eleven, even though yeah. we hear a little bit more about Bella's Ocean's Eleven moments um, in the airport, at least from um, Edward's side this time. I will say this first chapter of chapter 25 feels like a different book. Yeah, totally. I agree. <laughs> because this this first chapter of chapter 25 is like technically new stuff because uh, mm-hmm. it's Bella's mm-hmm. off like ready to throw herself to James and so it's all of Edward being like oh no my bae but it feels <laughs> this is like Stephanie in her moment she's like great I'm in the desert mm. I get to talk about cars I get to talk <laughs> about the blacktop and it's all weirdly <laughs> horny which I was yeah. not expecting. Yeah. <laughs> the way that the only thing I could justify while I was reading this is that she had on, or maybe her sons had Fast and the Furious on while she was sure. writing this, and it yeah. just somehow bled into her writing because this Honestly. felt like a different vibe. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the pacing on it is totally different. Like, it feels... And here's a thing, too, that, like, I noticed, especially indicative in this chapter, but, like, any chapter that has, like, any sort of action, I feel like is, like, 10, 15 pages, right? Yes. And it's super speedy, and everything's moving, and things are happening, and you're like, all right, cool, we're moving along, like, things are going on. And then it's over. And you're like, what? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we, got, yeah. we have interesting stuff here. Why are we rushing this? And then meanwhile, there's like a 40-page fucking chapter of like, oh, I'm just gonna like vibe out here and think my thoughts and have a crisis <laughs> and whatever. And it's like, motherfucker, what? Why? The priority's here. What's going on? Especially when it seems like her strength seems to be in these action moments. Yeah, right. Of... Let's Mm -hmm. talk about the tense flipping cars. Like, she actually seems to be good at these things, but instead she wants to spend 40 pages talking about counting bugs. Like, (laughs) ma'am, nobody actually wants that. 
Like yeah. we would, it's clear when you're actually passionate about something and it helps us as a reader. Cause I definitely found myself in this chapter reading a lot faster mm. because of the fact that the pace was up. And I was like, dude, like you could have done that this whole time. Yeah. That at least would have made yeah. these 600, almost 700 pages go by faster but instead right. it was like Edward being sad boy this whole time. And it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it took forever. <laughs> yeah. So embarrassing. Anyways, the start of this was wild. It For the fact that the Cullens are so rich and so old and apparently so cultured, Edward describes mm. this plane like he's never been on a plane before. <laughs> It is so foreign to the concept of planes. <laughs> he is like, the these rows have windows and the shades are down. And I got a hoodie at the airport's gift shop, which, okay, first of all, pause. What do you think is on that airport shop hoodie? Because you know he got it, he got it obviously at the Seattle airport. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, it's got to be one of those hokey, just like, um, terrible font with like Seattle all over the chest or whatever. It's got to be. Maybe the skyline, you know, something. Yeah. Just totally. You know, and Emmett it was like $70. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, Emmett held one up that was like, someone who loves me very much went to Seattle and got me this sweatshirt. <laughs> yes. Like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I love He's it. He's like, you should get this one. <laughs> yeah, like, while we're at the airport, let's, like, have a little fun here. I want a full, like, shopping scene. I want them just, like, vibing, like, oh my in God. between stuff. Like, going into the gift shop or, like, getting really overpriced, like, vending shit. Like, I want I want it. I want to see Kellen Lutz <laughs> trying on six different bucket hats. And Emmett being, <laughs> or, and Edward being like, no, please, God. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> And just, like, I want to see, like, I don't know. I want to see... Emmett's getting booze on the plane. Like, yes! I want more details, Stephanie. These are the things I want you to expand on. I want Not Edward's fucking sad boy shit. I don't care. (laughs) I want Emmett forcing Edward to, like, juggle water in the gift shop when someone isn't looking. Just because he, like, lost a day or something. (laughs) Just, like, give us something, please. Anyways... (laughs) All of this, like, bit in the airport is all sad boy. He's like, oh, no. I saw that Bella left. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, no. And it's all, like, sad stuff. The way that he describes, though, all five of them, he's like, oh, yeah, we were moving in an intimidating formation. It's like, um, Edward, did you know that people, like, families move really quickly and also really slowly in packs in airports all the time you're yeah, not, not standing a, out it's it's not a, a thing specific to vampires that's being in a group of people going right. to some place that you have to be in in a quick amount of time like yeah. what unless they're in like a fucking v formation like fucking birds or some shit like there's nothing intimidating about just like five bros chilling out going to the plane like what yeah, Edward, the only thing that would have made you blend in more is if you were wearing matching t-shirts. 
stop it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All the families in an airport move in formation. Stop it. The only thing that makes you stand out is the fact that you aren't all, like, yelling and don't have, like, sunglasses on your heads. Knock it off. You're annoying. (laughs) Um, The actual, like, car chase parts, though, are wild. Real Fast and the Furious energy. There's a lot of numbers. There's a lot of (laughs) brand names. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Stephanie, this is not new for her. She does love to, like, whip out a Nissan 350Z. Like, it's, like, sure. radio stations, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very, it, to me, it always comes off as, like, I'm not like the other girls. I know car names. I know things about cars. I know. I, know, I can tell the difference between cars. Sorry. Like, okay, flex, Steph. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I know. I'm not like the other girls. I know what go go juice is. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. I know that some there's something called nitrous, and you have to press it, and sometimes it makes a car go zoom zoom. Sometimes. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Insane. I did love that the buttons were called Go Go One and Go Go Two because Go-Go that two. very much felt like a, a rich man did that. Sure. It felt very on brand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there was a part, I want to say like four or five pages in, where Edward, aka Stephanie, just goes in on these highways. He was like, I could say this for Arizona. The sun, ridiculous. But the freeways, exceptional. (laughs) And it was like six wide, smooth lanes. And it was like, it was like there was this description of a woman or something with, it was all like, the shoulders are ample and the sides are good. And it's like, (laughs) what is happening? I hate it. It's like, was this written by the tourism board of Arizona? Like, what the fuck is happening here? (laughs) I'm pretty sure when we get to the end and it's the acknowledgements, the... The Phoenix, like, Tourism Association is going to be in there. Yeah, almost certainly. I would not be surprised. I hate it so much. <laughs> there, especially when, I think it's, like, right after that, too, Edward was like, there are a couple of twig-like trees, and they're just barely hanging on for life in gravel. I can't see what the fuck Bella's talking about about beauty here. I don't even have the time to try because I'm going 180 miles an hour on the freeway. I don't give a fuck who dies. I'm like, dude, stop. It's like noon. <laughs> Anyways, they're trying to go as fast as possible, obviously, because Bella's trying to get to James and die. But we had several questions about this, understandably so. Yeah. (laughs) About the... Edward is trying to smoothly change cars uh, because they're setting up several roadblocks. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that... Sorry. Stephanie's writing makes me yawn sometimes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
in order to do that, they have to, what is it? They had to, like, move someone's car over to the shoulder. Not subtly, but, mm-hmm. like, no. <laughs> veer them over. And in the process of doing that, um, Carlisle does a, does a hit. Does a real bad drugging yeah. situation? <laughs> yeah. Also, before we even get into that, the way that Edward describes this moment is haunting and horny. It and is. I hate it. It's like <laughs> she had one second to react to the fact that the most handsome man she'd ever seen was responsible for running her off the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's like buddy what that's what we're focused on right now that carlos is so sexy <laughs> like, yeah and they're supposed to be straight yeah sure listen mm. interesting okay interesting choice so we had several people ask us about this because they were understandably shocked that sweet daddy carlisle would have done this I've yeah. just used his med kit to just fucking drug a woman. And I understand. And I just leave her on the side of the road. Yeah, right. this helpless woman. Just on the shoulder of a freeway. Just trying to get chase. home from work, you know? Just trying to live her life. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying. And I get it, because I also was like, um... There was nothing wrong with her. She was not injured. Yeah. He was not doing her a kindness. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of things happened all at once of her being like, um, sorry, what? And then just getting drugged. <laughs> Emmett throwing a car into traffic. Yeah. <laughs> um, thankfully, no one died. Uh, but it seemed like other people were injured based on Alice's visions there. <laughs> and then... They continue in a, a, I think it was like an SUV or something, onto fake roads, like Cactus mm. Road. <laughs> fake roads. <laughs> um, continuing going ridiculous speeds to try and get to the ballet studio as fast as possible. The thing that Love I found it. wild about this... Um, is I think there's a part where Edward is asking for as many possibilities as as Alice can muster up because he's trying to turn. And I think he describes it as, like, finally when he does it, it's like, he says it's like moving so slowly it felt like dodging around standing objects. And I was like, wait a second. They could have been... Is that how he drives all the time? I wonder if that's just how he does it and they just have never really described that before. But maybe he's just never been in such a, like, densely populated place. Yeah. But finally, they get to the ballet studio. I think there's a part, too, where Alice is like, everyone shut the fuck up. Be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) They make a plan. (laughs) She tells everyone to go in, like, different directions And Edward is, like, going to go through the door, which is how chapter 26 starts on there. And this is stuff that, like, we have seen in Twilight as well as in Mm -hmm. the movie as well. Um, Far more 
descriptions of blood mm-hmm. in this one, though. Um, yeah. Since we're getting it from a conscious person rather than an unconscious person, which is rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that, that that is a bummer, I would say. Um, just a lot of, like, pools of blood, lakes of blood. Oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> So a gruesome. Lot, a kind of lots of things that makes it con- hard to believe that Bella is able to carry on and sustain conversations if she mm. has lost that amount. Yeah. But you know what? Sure, it's fiction. There is a part in this that I expected falsely for. Edward to <laughs> say Carlisle's name like Rob does in the movie just because it's so ingrained in my in my head <laughs> um, but that's just a me thing I was curious how you all felt about this chapter getting it from Edward's perspective because we see a little bit in the movie um, but I feel like there's some further details that we get from this chapter and specifically. I mean, you can really see that he's freaking the fuck out. He is I feel like more so nervous so than than Twilight or even the movie. He's just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and yeah. also I think too that like the actual bite, like it takes so it feels like it takes so much longer to get there, you know? Yes. Because you can hear him having mm-hmm. this like internal battle in his brain being like, fuck if I do it, then I'll kill her and but if I don't do it, she'll turn into a vampire. It's like fuck, fuck, fuck. And Alice's like, motherfucker, you gotta go. And Carla's like, motherfucker, yeah. you gotta go. And he's like, I'm busy. I'm thinking, I'm panicking. Leave me alone. <laughs> I I think Yeah, no, I agree. One of the things that I found about that part in this too, which is so mm-hmm. interesting, is that in the movie, I feel like they captured that pretty well uh, from Bella's side, is that she's, mm-hmm. like, in her own world. Yeah. But Edward mm-hmm. is, too. Like, he's having his mm-hmm. own conversation with her. Right. And, like, he is always. <laughs> um, more so because he doesn't listen to women, <laughs> but yeah. he is, like, <laughs> having his own discussion with her at this time. And I feel like that's really clear in not only just this chapter, but in the movie as well, when he is, like, begging her to survive and, like, urging her that it's going to be okay, which is interesting. And I think it makes a lot of sense about um, Rob having the partial draft at that time, which Mm -hmm. is cool. I thought that that actually Mm -hmm. made a lot of sense at that time. One of the things that surprised me about this just in like a funny way is that (laughs) Carlisle um came up with the idea of taking the venom out just by having the image of a rattlesnake in his brain (laughs) like (laughs) this is my favorite part (laughs) not like any of his medical training like or just existence of being a vampire like nothing about that informed this decision at all he was like wait a minute there's something in nature <laughs> that I can, I can go back to. Snake. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I, that, something about that was so pure to me. Yeah. Of just like, no, no words, 
no thoughts even just an just image. rattlesnakes <laughs> just rattlesnake <laughs> i do love too that he comes up with this idea and he's like well i can't do it like you have to do it eddie boy sorry like i'm not i got there's blood all over the place i gotta do some stuff over here uh but you can suck it out even though you, know, <laughs> you might just totally lose it i agree i think that is my favorite change in this chapter is that mm. Carlisle in this chapter is very busy. Like he's preoccupied. Um, right. He's like, you you mm-hmm. have to take care of this, Edward. I'm busy saving your girlfriend's life. <laughs> like yeah. he's there's a part where Edward mentions that his hands are moving so fast, fixing fixing her head stitches that her mm. that his hands are like invisible. Um, right. Which is a really, like, striking image. And he's just like, Edward, you have to take mm-hmm. care of this. I'm busy right now. <laughs> like, just yeah. get your shit together. <laughs> um, whereas Edward can never get his shit together. He's always freaking out. Yeah. And I love that a lot. Yeah, um, I respect it. I, and I identify with it a lot as <laughs> as a fellow Gemini who cannot get their shit together. Like, I get it. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, obviously, Bella's, like, alive, but, like, kind of barely. Um, <laughs> Still alive, but she's barely breathing, you know? And Yep. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> um, and now they have to deal with the aftermath, which will be very interesting to see uh, from someone who is going to be conscious during that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we will have next week will be chapters 27 and 28. Hell yeah. So we will start to see that aftermath and the the hospital scene from someone who will be awake during it, which will be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. We have so many fantastic patrons to thank. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Would you like to start this time? Absolutely I would. Shout out Mallory Hardwick. All right, Katie Black. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Shout out Elizabeth James. Thank you, Jess Love. Thank you, Alex Dornan. Shout out Carrie Goldberg. Mickey Meyer. Thank you to Zoe Steele. Shout out Rebecca Cullen. Shout out to Amy Taylor. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch! Mulch! (laughs) Mulch! (laughs) Shout out Taylor, Brown, Town, Lautner. Shout out Kelly Beck. (laughs) Thank you to Aaron Salinger. Thank you, Sophia Salinger. <laughs> Shout out to Dana Cavanaugh. Dana Cavanaugh. Pew, 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 pew. Shout out to Danae Swan. Ow, ow. Pew, 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 pew. Mm. 
Shout out Jessica Hale. This is the part I have been waiting the most for. I'm so excited. Ellie's finally <laughs> awake for this I moment. I am awake. I'm <laughs> so excited to know what fan fiction that you brought to the space today. Yes. Okay. So this is called Unexpected Options by Ooh. Wish I Were Bella on Archive of Our Own. Ooh. Oh my god. Um, which is my favorite fan fiction website, by the way. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. So the whole premise of it is that um Edward will not have sex with Bella because Alice saw that Bella was going to die. So all of the Cullens are like, all right, I'll take one for the team. And um, they all pretty much have sex with Bella. But so this is when they're all training for the um, newborn uh, attack. Okay. Jasper had Carlisle pinned to the ground with just his left arm, but Bella could see how his entire body was contributing to the effort. Jasper's muscles were taut and flexed in all the right places. Bella noticed how tight Jasper's jeans were, how close-fitting his shirt was. For the first time, Bella took note that even his cowboy boots were alluring. Oh my god. (laughs) Jasper was hot. (laughs) Bella was roused from her revelry by Edward returning to her side, sliding his hand down her arm and grasping her hand in his. He bent down to whisper in her ear, It's hard to focus on the quick movements, I'm sure. But we all know what we're doing, Bella. Please don't worry. Edward had apparently mistaken her increased heart rate and lip biting for worry rather than infatuation. Thank God for small miracles, Bella thought. Oh my God. Uh, It it gets a lot more crazy, but yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's something. (laughs) Um, There's 23 chapters if you ever like want to go and read it sure it's, it's a good time yeah. sexy cowboy boots what's better than that you know of course oh, <laughs> my <Doesn't> get god <laughs> you know what kills me is that like they're writing them writing jasper like wearing them during this like highly physical scene like i feel like <laughs> cowboy boots would not be conducive to that whatsoever sure yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just hard to imagine that, but I'm glad that they persevered, you know? Totally. I know. (laughs) Emily, it has been a blast to have you this week. I've had so much fun. Thank you, guys. Where can folks support your work online? You can follow me on TikTok. It's at Edward, E-D-W-E-R-D, Cullen, C-U-L-L-E-N. Fuck yeah. Um. Yeah. We love to see it. Hell yeah. Fantastic. Uh, And as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit and get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wee. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. Our theme music is by Eli Krauss, and our artwork is by Maddie Padilla. Follow the show on Twitter at Into the Twilight and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. Send us an email or a fanfiction at intothetwilightshow at gmail.com. You can find Allie at Into Wild Places and me at Cody Crow. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.